0: Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Welcome to a journey of empowerment and amplified voices. This is the Creative Visionaries Podcast your guide to unlocking the full potential of podcasting and beyond our vision is bold to empower and amplify voices through creative marketing solutions expert podcast coaching and a vibrant inclusive community we're your partners in this exciting adventure our journey is all about connection expertise and realizing your untapped potential let us be your guide on this journey as we create an environment that nurtures growth fosters relationships and empowers individuals like you to excel in podcasting. Are you ready to take your podcast journey to the next level together? Let's shape the future of podcasting. Welcome to the creative visionaries podcast. Are you a podcaster wanting to take your show to the next level? Do you want a dedicated marketing team so you can focus on creating great episodes? Look no further than the done-for-you podcast marketing service from Remarker.fm. Stop trying to market your own podcast alone and let Remarker's marketing experts handle it for you. Remarker will transcribe your episodes, write detailed show notes, curate shareable quotes and clips, promote your episode across social media, and run paid ads, all tailored specifically to your show and your audience. You'll get a full podcast marketing team for a fraction of the cost of hiring in-house. Leave the marketing to Remarker so you can focus entirely on podcasting. With Remarker's premium done-for-you service, you'll get unparalleled podcast promotion to help you gain listeners, engagement, and reviews. Go to Remarker.fm to learn more and get 10% off with a promo code Visionary. Invest in your podcast growth. Let Remarker take you to the next level. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again on the Creative Visionaries podcast. Today, I am super excited to introduce you to our guest, Melissa Larina. Melissa is an author of Fertile Imagination, a guide for moms who want to rediscover their versatile superpower to make a difference in the world. She is an imagination coach, podcast host of Unimaginable Wellness, and mom to three sons. Her background is in psychology, which she studied at NYU and in business, having earned an MBA from Truck School of Business at Dartmouth. Melissa, welcome on the show. Thank you so
1: much, Tori. So nice to be here.
0: So tell us about you a little bit more in depth from your your bio.
1: Well... Where should I begin? No, I'm just kidding. Um, right. It's like we all have these like backstories to our entire life experience. It's like yes. there's like there's like what you present to the world, and then what you keep to yourself, and it's a, it's a nice combination. I would say, my book that is right. It's like the story of me as a mom to three little boys. I started out my career, you know, as a career coach. And so this was like the days of Skype. So we're talking 2011. And I remember, you know, starting and launching my business with my firstborn on my chest, on my ergo baby. Yeah. And this is the best part. When I went to this sales, like meeting in New York City at like a fancy, like Le Pan Kietin. I'm calling it fancy because of what happened next. Basically, I had my son and my prospective client's wife wanted to hold him as I was having a serious business meeting. And then all of a sudden she came over to me and she's like, oh my God, I think he just had a diaper blowout," <gasps> And he did. And he did. Yes, he did. And um, but I still got the sale. So that that's the whole point. But that's how I started my my coaching adventure 12 years ago. Um, It also gives you a good perspective of the fact that even if Shit hits the fan <laughs> like I keep Nobody going <laughs> right right I keep going I mean that's like the way moms roll like we we have to keep going even if there's chaos and so for me um, that was part of the beginning of, of my story too because I was born and raised by a mom who has manic depression and so She's in part the reason why I have such a fertile imagination, because when you grow up with someone that is, you know, volatile, unexpected, and, and basically you have to be a little bit more of a grown up, it's like you have to figure your way in and out of really awkward and random situations. So the more that you practice that muscle, the more inventive, imaginative and unpredictable you can be. And I decided to include that in my book and really focus on that silver lining of being raised by, you know, a mom in that situation, which a lot of listeners might be familiar with, given like the mental illness crisis and everything that's going on um, in the world and the U.S. And so in the book, I wanted to really just um, start there, just kind of like, okay, this is this is the positive thing, the versatile superpower I got from being born, you know, in a situation with my mom. And then this is how I've used my fertile imagination, my superpower to really imagine for myself what I had never seen other moms do. So I talk about some of my very wacky adventures, you know, whether it's me like learning how to like draw a, you know, um a fantasy map, you know, for example, in one chapter as a way to kind to get out of the house during the pandemic because you know when you're homebound and you're just like (laughs) contained um going to the library is like an amazing great adventure experience and and that experience was actually quite therapeutic and it taught me how to you know look at the world in a fresh way you know kind of like wondering like well who wrote who drew out the map that we all kind of you know use as like our guide and I think As a mom and as someone that has had so many eclectic experiences, um, I wanted to really share with my mom readers how they too could, um, you know, chart their own path, you know, in their own lives. So that was the beginning and a little bit of the middle (laughs) (laughs) but you know how it is it's like you start out life and it's like oh wow is this what is this what's involved and then you're Mm -hmm. like wait a minute let me figure this thing out let me let me understand it you know being a a meaning making machine that we are and um and writing for me and I'm sure anyone that's creative and is a visionary and is listening I'm sure you have your own tools you know to make make life a little bit more understood to yourself right and help help you kind of connect the dots.
0: And I love that I love that you use your personal journey and your personal experiences to shape your unique approach and how you coach and how you um, help other moms who are entrepreneurs and, and the content that you put out on your podcast. I think that's something that a lot of people overlook is almost like the giving back, right? Like I've mm-hmm. learned this, I've gone through this experience, I'm gonna help someone else get through it you know, quicker than I did or learn from my mistakes sort of thing. So I love that approach in in how you, you know, the book that you write and everything that you do.
1: Yeah, I think for me, it was, it was difficult, right? It's kind of like, well, how much do you share, right? So for me as a coach, and anyone that's an entrepreneur, there's a lot of rejection involved when you're, you know, uh, the face of your business, and you're having sales conversations. And that was something that, For me, it was like, okay, um, for as much as I'd like to use my imagination that it's them and not me, I was the consistent, the consistent sort of variable, you know, throughout. But for me, it was just a matter of understanding, okay, maybe I'm just no longer aligned with my original client, right? So in the beginning, I was coaching marketing executives to land big opportunities in corporations. And during the pandemic, when I started noticing, honestly, a lot of career trauma during that time, not just trauma related to the pandemic, but related to the workplace circumstances and obviously the pressure that a lot of moms had with closed childcare and close school, which frankly was inhumane in my personal opinion. Like it's not even bad and like not, not, you know what I mean? Like it was like inhumane straight up, right? I'm sure a lot of moms probably said, oh, I would have never become a mom if this is what was promised to me or you know what I mean? It's like, that was harsh. That was so harsh. But anyway, during that time, Um, That was when I decided to, you know, really focus and do my own pivot, you know, and my book is part of the pivot. It's about talking to moms that are entrepreneurs and helping them figure out for themselves how to express their skills and talents, you know, how to not feel like they're on the sidelines and they're just like watching everybody else in the field, how to feel like, you know, they are um, their right to call themselves creative like that's something that's really nuanced like a lot of us and i've heard this from people i'm like oh do you consider yourself to be creative and people have this like tenuous sort of negative relationship like oh no i don't consider myself to be creative meanwhile i'm looking at them and i'm like wow you look awfully creative to me you know but <laughs> but it's like this hesitation and so yeah. i think you know pertaining to to the book and the people that i support now and giving back i think even through the art of sharing your story. Like sometimes that's enough, you know, to inspire someone to be more creative in their own lives.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think there's, there's studies that I've heard people talk about, like when, when you're a child, the, the percentage of, of the kids that are creative, right, or who have artistic skills or whatever it might be, is so high. And then as they get older, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and people just lose that connection to their creativity, their imagination, just over time and just whatever it is, their environment, um, that they almost don't want to be associated with that kind of thought process. Like you said, the people are like, Oh no, no, no. But for me, like I embrace it for sure. Like obviously creative marketing is my business, creative Mm -hmm. visionaries, my podcast, um, it's through and through in everything that I do. Um, so it's like more people need to recognize that creativity is a tool and a resource that you can use within yourself and in your career, your business, your life, um, to enhance everything that you do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, having worked in marketing myself, like for over a decade before I became an entrepreneur, I was working for like the biggest brands in the world, like, you know, Charmin toilet paper. Yeah, like that brand, right? Or IBM, like who doesn't know these brands? And what was really interesting is that you could even work in a creative field. Right. Maybe you're not the copywriter, but maybe you're like an account management or whatever. And even then there's like this hesitation and it's like, dude, like, you know, it's okay. Like you don't have to be like this award winning artiste, you know? Like If you have a way to think creatively around like a business challenge, that counts too. I will draw the line in terms of Excel and your creativity with using Excel. I'm a little bit of an Excel hater. I got to be honest. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to get rid of that. But but I also oh, did my MBA. So, you know, I had to.
0: Yeah, you probably overused it. it. <laughs> I
1: hated it. Oh, my God. But yeah, but you could be creative to an Excel, but I still draw the line.
0: Yes. Well, there's tools like, well, I mean, Excel is incorporating all of these things, but like Airtable is very similar Mm -hmm. to Excel and you can do color coding, you can do sorting and filtering, like all those different things that could be considered creative.
1: That's cute. I love it. That must have. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if that has a feminine touch to it because that's cute. I like that. Now, now you got me curious. Now you're
0: curious. You're going to look up (laughs) Airtable. This is oh, yeah. sponsored by no.
1: <laughs> hey, right? Why not?
0: So, I want to shift a little bit and talk about balancing motherhood and entrepreneurships cuz I think that most of the people listening can relate to this this scenario cuz my followers are tend to be women and, and entrepreneurs for sure. Um and so, what are some of the strategies or the mindsets that you help clients, customers with to facilitate that balance or feel more balanced, um, between motherhood and entrepreneurship.
1: So I, I'm not necessarily the person to ask about balance because I am happiest when I am like full throttle lopsided. (laughs) So for me you know anyone that pursues writing let's say right like writing a book or or even writing code honestly it's kind of like you have to like entrench yourself in that world and there's a lot of you know deep work and there's a lot of hours involved and you will be away from your child so that's something that ends up being a choice for every working mom in my book I interviewed Martha Hennessy she was like former senator former house rep for New Hampshire she's a grandmother of seven. Obviously, she had kids like, you know, skip like that, right? That'd be yeah. cool. <laughs> Skipping <laughs> grades to a grandmother. Um, And she even said that she's like, you know, everybody, everybody has to make a choice as a working parent, as a working mom, to come up with some sort of solution that you can live with. And I think that's the key that you can live with. And I think that's different for each person listening. So if you're a mom, and you're someone that you know, it's like, you're you're in bliss when it's like halloween season for example or you're in bliss when it's like you know uh, a holiday season like christmas hanukkah whatever yeah. then maybe at that time maybe you're going to be lopsided towards your kids and creating like the magic of the holidays for them and doing less of your business and yeah. and that's okay because that's what's going to bring you joy and there's also a time stamp on that like Christmas only happens on, you know, or whatever other holiday you celebrate. So I think it's really a day-to-day choice. When it came to my book, like I involve my kids in my business and in my creative process to the point that when my three sons agreed on my book cover, I said, it's a wrap. We are going with that. Like we are going with the stars and the lightning rods and the sunshine stuff. You know, like I... I you know otherwise I'm going to be there analysis paralysis right and I'm putting my marketer's hat and I'm like you know eyeball heat mapping I guess the book right <laughs> like oh where are they, what's going to draw their attention but my three boys were like that and I said oh hallelujah I'm yeah. just, I'm just picking what you, th- because they seldom agree. So like, that's the other thing, <laughs> like, like our kids, our kids, you know, can really help us um, simplify our language. That's for sure. If you've right. ever had to explain to a child, like what you do during the day while they're like stuck in school, like you've got to make it simple and you've got to be compelling. And these are the things that you can leverage to build in the balance that you might need during the course of the day, like my son, my eldest likes to draw and so I remember thinking to myself and whether this brings in revenue or not was not the equation in my mind for me it was about quality time with my son where he got to use skills that he likes using and I got to teach him what it is to like price your own work make sure that there's no scope creep you know for anybody that's a freelancer out there between me because I was commissioning a piece of work (laughs) so (laughs) So I was showing him, I was like, well, why are you charging hourly? Like, what's the value that I might derive from your work product? So like, these are the ways that as someone that has a freelancing practice, you know, web developer, a logo designer, whatever, these are ways that you can like bring your kid in, in the fold and have them like have a say or at least inspire you to like either work harder if that's what you need in the day or to work less hard because maybe you need to rest. And for me, when I was creating the book, I also wanted to create in parallel a challenge where here's the book and I'm telling you how to stretch your imagination. So the concept is a fertile imagination. So you're able to cast a vision that you've never seen a mom accomplish before. And it could be quite lofty. It could be like starting a movement, building a brand, whatever it might be to you. But I basically, you know, I set out the challenge because I wanted people to see how you could put these concepts into practice Mm. within five days. Like I'm not trying to overcomplicate overcomplicate matters. I wanted to share with moms, you know, okay, like this is how with your child who happens to be an imagination expert in residence, like under your nose, you have a creative expert. Like hello, like (laughs) how we have we not realized this, like they make stuff up, you know, so they can actually help you Make stuff up and like think about your business in totally different ways. So when I created the challenge, the five day challenge, my ambition was, okay, you have the book Fertile Imagination. There's three stages to actually stretching your imagination. Got to wake it up, got to play with your imagination and then stretch your imagination. But then for like an average mom right? Who has like a business? Well, what might this look like for you? And so in the five day challenge, I walk you through exactly what you can do. And I will never ask a mom to go to Michael's and get like pipe cleaners or anything like that. I'm not interested in like give us giving us, you know, aisle anxiety or anything. So everything that I suggest you could really do at home, you don't need to buy anything. Um, It's really about creating an experience where you're like co ideating with your child you're spending time with your child, you're being present with your child. All these things that I talk about in the book, I wanted to give anyone that even has not read the book a chance to explore. And that to me is balance. It's like, Mm -hmm. find, find a, a moment, you know, in your day where you're able to hang out with your kid. And maybe together you're thinking about your business. Yeah. you know? And so you kind of take a little bit out of the, the guilt out of it, right? It's like, oh, well, I am spending time on my business and I am hanging out with my kid and wow, this can actually happen. I think it can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the, and like you said, you get new perspectives because the, the child thought process is so different from our adult mindset when we've been ingrained with different things years over years we can really take advantage that's a bad word but (laughs) but we can really leverage their you know their creativity that's just been untapped um and what i love about what you're saying too is that it's unique to every person like there's no specific formula especially in creativity there's no specific formula of balance between motherhood and entrepreneurship or balance between life and business, whatever that might be it's unique to each individual. So embrace it as such, because you need to find your own path and and leverage the resources and tools and stuff like your book and the things that you talk about to help facilitate what that perfect balance is for you and what that what that needs to be for you in your life and business.
1: Yeah. And it and also could look very different than what you saw growing up. So in the book, I talk about this idea that, you know, we have these scripts, like mom scripts, it's almost like we're actresses, poorly paid, but we're actresses, we get a script and we're like, okay, so this actress, you know, is um, someone who cracks a lot of jokes or this actress wears these kind of shoes, whatever, she does these things. And as a mom, you get a script because you saw your your mom, a lot of us, right? Or maybe you saw your grandmother, your aunt, or women on TV who play the role of moms. And you just- You know, inherited these scripts. And in the book, I invite any reader to really just question, you know, every line item in that script. It's like, well, okay, so for this mom, she thought it was important to like give her kids hot meals every Wednesday at 6pm. And they had to have like this, you know, cornucopia of fruits and veggies or whatever. And while that might be amazing, maybe it's not your reality. Maybe you have to, I'm making this up. I don't even know if this exists anymore, like fresh directed or, you know, those like meals in a kit kind of a thing. So maybe you, you, maybe that's the way you want to parent, you know, maybe that's part of your experience. So yeah, everybody has a choice. And I think even with the work that we do. And the way that we are compensated, we assume that because everybody gets paid, as an example, by the hour that we have to take on that financial model, for example, or we assume that we have to have 50 percent upfront paid of an invoice, you know, before work gets started and then 50 percent when it's completed. Guess what? This is your world, squirrel. You get to choose how you actually build your business and execute on whatever you want to deliver to your client. Same thing with motherhood. I'm not saying our kids are our clients, although mine are really tough clients, Um, (laughs) for real. But but still, it's like there's a lot more options. And I think because we're stuck in the busyness of life, we just lose sight of that because there's a lot of just, you know, trying to survive, which is fair. There's a lot going on right now.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. So one of the things I want to touch on before we wrap up is your podcast, because obviously we're here on a podcast. We're both podcast hosts. So Talk about your podcast, um, how it got started, and how you leverage that to grow your business and the awareness for your book and, and everything that you do.
1: So my book includes 25 podcast guests that have been on Unimaginable Wellness. And so it was first the podcast and then the book, and then it's like back to the podcast as far as advertising stuff for the book. And what's interesting is that once you have an excuse to talk to someone, like I have a podcast, I have a blog, I have a whatever you want to insert in that statement, um, people will be pretty receptive, even big names that might feel intimidating. So the podcast started when my husband dared me as I was cooking, um, actually. Um, He's like, oh, I heard that Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk was on James Altucher's show, who's another podcast both of them entrepreneurs and podcasters. And on that episode, Gary Vee said, hey, if someone launches a podcast because of this conversation, I'll be your guest. And then James Altucher said the same thing. So the big surprise there was they'll be your guests but you've got to do a lot of work in order to get their attention and anyone that knows someone that has multi-million followers (laughs) many whom are 12 year old boys actually not moms you know back then in my 30s or whatever um it's hard to get their attention but you know where there's a mom there's a way right so i got their attention and i got them both on my podcast and so i'm about 198 episodes in or whatever wow. um i'm thinking about like the ones that i've shipped and the ones that i've gotten can edit and i'm like but i'm ahead but i'm behind and um And so, for me, the podcast has been amazing from a business perspective because it's it's credibility. Like, I'm talking to people that other people might feel highly intimidated to speak to. I'll give you an example. I interviewed um, a world, you know, hall of famer rugby player named Phaedra Knights. And she's in my book as well. And she talks about, you know, how age is just a number. And if you have a goal, go after it. Well, Phaedra, you know, she is now doing mixed martial arts. So she's in an octagon. She's almost 50 and she's still playing hardcore. She's already been like a hall of Uh, famer, right? So the world the world would say, oh, you did your deed chill out and rest she's like no I want to go for it in this other you know field or whatever point of the matter is I interviewed her on my podcast and as a business building tool um, you know one of one of the people that she knew heard that episode and then hired me as a coach and then the funny part about that was when I was coaching that individual there was a time when She had to talk to an influential person in an organization, like a big name, intimidating person. And she didn't want to have that conversation. So I told her, I said, look, this is what we'll do. I'll talk to the former CMO of GE, Beth Comstock, if you talk to the blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so I I call that like courage and company. Yeah, and I so I, I went and I did it. I spoke to Beth. I, I got her on my podcast. She's in my book. And she gave me permission to be weird. Like that's the chapter header <laughs> for Beth Comstock. And, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's just been like the gift that keeps on giving, to be honest, so. Mm.
0: Yeah, I cannot agree with you more, obviously, in this space, um, you know, as podcasters, there's so much, whether whatever part of your journey that you're in, right, if you're just getting started, you're kind of in the middle, you're, you know, at a point where you're not sure if you want to keep going. I think there's so much that people need to hear about podcasting and how you leverage that in your marketing and your business to talk about your book, to talk about your thought leadership, to talk about whatever it is, and to use it as a community building connection building resource, because it's so much more than just this conversation that you and I are having here, like this is like, like a percentage of what podcasting is, and so if there's anything that you know I want the listeners to hear who are also podcasters is Keep going, you know, expand your your creative thoughts on how you can leverage a podcast because there's so many avenues of of taking advantage of the podcasting space and and what it provides um, to make it such a valuable tool in your tool belt and in your life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I would say that, you know, it's, it's also an opportunity to be part of a community of podcasters. The The thing that I will say is like pretty amazing is that you get to talk to other people who talk to other people who talk to other people. So it's like the most efficient way to grow your network if you really think about it. And I write about that in the book in the sense that, you know, you have three parts to like stretching your imagination. And so this last part is about basically duplicating yourself by asking for help Mm -hmm. and it's it's just it reads differently so like let's say you have a book and you've been a podcaster and now you need to market your own book on other podcasts think about how that sounds if the person knows oh they get it I get unsolicited pitches you know like yeah. so they are actually going to listen to my podcast and they're <laughs> going to be a good guest they're going to show up on time and they're going to have the camera ready and the maybe not the green screen because that was a <laughs> fail for me but you know what I mean like and they're going to have a So it's kind of like you're you're putting yourself in a position where you're around other people who also have to market things, market themselves. And so they get it, you know, and and it's a good it's a great community, actually, because we're like talkers and that's fine. I'm, (laughs) I'm game. I love it.
0: I love it. Well, Melissa, it has been such a pleasure talking to you. I could just, we could go on for for hours, right? Um, But I want to give you the opportunity to share how people can find your book, how they can connect with you and how they can become a part of your amazing world and learn from you uh, beyond this podcast.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Tori. So you can actually find me at fertileideas.com. That is the website, fertileideas.com. You can grab a free chapter of the book, Fertile Imagination, A Guide for Stretching Every Mom's Superpower for Maximum Impact on fertileideas.com. I also have a quiz because I think a lot of us need time to procrastinate and just see if we can learn something new about ourselves. So the quiz is specifically for moms. If you're business is stagnant. So if you want to know where to apply like your finite energy, definitely check it out and you'll get the answer in three minutes flat. And on the website, you can also participate in the five-day imagination to impact challenge it's totally free it's like one email a day for five days and you are co-ideating a business idea or a way to refresh your business with your kids so if you're a mom entrepreneur creative and you have a child that's like five and up unless it's like a mature four then you could totally participate so go to fertileideas.com and the book launches officially on october 31st it'll be 99 cents in kindle format for one day only so i'm so excited about it
0: i love that well i am definitely going to go check that out Um, i encourage everybody who's listening to do the same Um, get the book follow melissa on social media listen to her podcast she's amazing and once again thank you so much for being an amazing guest thank you thanks so much for listening to the creative visionaries podcast If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, or share with a friend. Also make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.